0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer.
1: Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. Hi, Nikki. How are you?
0: I'm so good. Can I tell you about the great joy that I have today?
1: Uh, Yes, please. Please.
0: I didn't even realize how great this was, but for Christmas as a little family gift, one of the things that we added to our kitchens—not an appliance, but it's a—it's a kitchen tool. It is one of those, you know, the silver aluminum, um, uh, compressed like nitrogen compressed, infuser things that they use for whipped cream, like in Starbucks.
1: Yes, yes,
0: (gasps) right, yes, yeah. You got one of those. We got one of those, and my kids love it so much. They love it so much that now. Around my house, we always have whipped cream. And it's, it's <laughs> and it's a on blessing everything. and such a curse. I realize I'm having whipped cream regularly on my coffee because it's so are. great. It is a great cream delivery vehicle, and it makes me so happy. It is one of the little tweaks in my life this year uh, that has, has made my life better is whipped cream on everything. That's uh, awesome. And that, that is one of my joys, this fine, fine Monday afternoon. We are going to talk about it. I, the way I characterized this in the, the little pre-write-up was a meditation today that it's a meditation. No, we're not going to be medi- meditating, but it's kind of a... Medicating, maybe, but... <laughs> uh, we're going to be medicating. It is a thought experiment, uh, a thought yeah. exercise around ADHD. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this and see kind of what you have in mind. Before we do that, head over to TakeControlADHD.com. You can get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list, and we will send you an email each time a new episode is released. You can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take ADHD, and... If this show has ever touched you, please check out patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. For a few bucks a month, you can support the show. Get access to our online community of uh, fantastic people who support us over on Discord. Uh, And you can also, if you could be here watching the live stream with me and Nikki right now. And had you been in here, you would have heard a long discussion about Spark Email, Todoist, um, the value of Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks movies over time. Uh, It just on and on. I mean, it's just real gold in them dar hills uh at the live stream so uh check it out patreon.com slash the adhd podcast we've got some new tiers coming up we are on the cusp of releasing some new goodies uh that i am very very excited about what kind of announcements do you have today nikki kinzer
1: okay i have three announcements one is study hall do you need
0: do we need to include like account account what's his name the account counts from the oh, electric company right. yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Sesame Street yes. one, one ADHD announcement
1: <laughs> that's right study yeah. hall study hall study hall so Thursday afternoons 1 to 5 Pacific 4 to 8 Eastern come join us get some stuff done it's fun everybody's on video if you don't want to be on video that's okay you can tell us what you're working on in the chat it's just a good time it's a good time to get things done and uh, it's like magic so come visit us at study hall i i do want to put in the perk that if you are a, a supreme member of patreon the study halls are free so something to think about
0: two, two ADHD announcements.
1: Uh, GPS guided planning sessions. My six-week workshop is going to be starting on March 1st. We're, I can't believe that. Time is flying. I know. I know. We're just oh. starting to wrap up the first one that I started in January and it's going very, very well. So, if you want uh, some additional support around planning your week, we meet two days a week. We meet on Mondays and Thursdays and we take time out to plan for your week we take time out to review your week on thursdays and also to plan for the week uh weekend ahead so it's a great opportunity to to work with me and help i I help i guide i answer questions but you also get the help from the people that are in the group the chat is an amazing place like we save the chats and i and then i like give them to the group members in a pdf form because there's just little nuggets of gold in these chat rooms. So um, please check that out. Three!
0: Three <laughs> ADHD announcements!
1: Thank you! It's wonderful. <laughs> We're going to do this every single time. I love it. Guess what's coming up in in March?
0: I couldn't possibly. Wait, what is it?
1: With Linda Rogley, ADHD is it the women's, ADHD women's
0: palooza? palooza!
1: Yes! And I have the honor of speaking... And I'm speaking about planning. Isn't that funny? Because I'm doing this GPS thing. Um, But I'm speaking about planning. And uh, anybody that's done or participated in the Palooza in the past know that there's going to be lots of different topics, lots of different experts. And it's going to be online. And this year it is from March 8th through the 13th. And uh, you will see this in our newsletter where you can sign up and check it out. And that's it. That's what I've got. I no, love it. Mo- no more. No more.
0: No more. The no more. end of the ADHD <laughs> announcement. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's talk about fixing ADHD.
1: Okay, somebody listening to this. Right now, I 100% believe they need to hear this, and they need to hear it from both of us. I'm going to go first. Go first. You are not broken. You do not need to be fixed. And ADHD is not your fault.
0: You are not broken. You do not need to be fixed. ADHD is not your fault.
1: We're done with the podcast.
0: Good night, everybody. <laughs> just make sure to tip your servers.
1: That's right. right. Words of wisdom. No, I, uh, I uh, just really believe there's probably somebody that's going to respond to that. Maybe most people, right? Because they, yeah. they, it's so easy to, to feel that way.
0: I I know we we have more to talk about, but I inserted a comment in here, and I think it's really important. Um, It it was important when I first read that we were going to be talking about this some weeks ago, that that we at least talk about why you might come to believe that there is a worldview that ADHD can be fixed, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's very easy when you live in a world in which some people believe ADHD can be fixed. Right. that you can start believing that it's your fault for not having fixed it yet. Mhm. And that is also not a thing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, uh I I'm so curious where how your perspective is on this and and I uh, you know, I have some thoughts, but um do you have any do you have any reaction to that to that experience of of people who believe that it is possible and somehow that there is there is blame to go around for not having jumped on board yet or how in this context not experiencing symptoms for a while is not the same as fixing ADHD
1: Well there's two components here that you're talking about one yes. is the The uh, thought process that somebody that doesn't believe in ADHD has, right? They, If they don't believe in it or they think it can be fixed, we don't have control over what those people think or how, you know, it's going to be probably difficult. To, to change their mind if that's how they really feel. However, mm-hmm. I do think that platforms like ours, uh, podcasts, webinars, books, uh, people, experts who are, you know, getting interviewed, the more we talk about ADHD and and uh, educate people with ADHD, educate uh, our teachers, um, you know, is a big part of it too. Like we can start catching ADHD maybe earlier, you know, with, with children. Um, all of that helps. It all helps, right? Because it takes away some of the stigma and education. Uh, Somebody just may not really understand it. Not that they don't believe it, they just don't understand it. So if we can um, be a voice to that, I think is great. Uh, But I think you still have to, just like as a parent, you pick your battles. Don't get into a big fight with someone who doesn't believe that ADHD exists. It's not worth your time. Um, Yeah. You know, and I would move on from it.
0: I I, I'm, I want to take it from just a slightly different angle, right? Because my mother calls me this weekend, uh, the, on the weekend, and she sa- I said, how are you doing? She says, well, not great. I said, well, what's going on? She says, well, I passed out last weekend. Oh. I said, what are you doing? Why, why'd you pass out? She said, I don't know. I was in the bathroom, and I was washing my hands, and I passed out, fell down on the floor. And then I came to, and I got up real fast, and I passed out again. <laughs> fell down on the floor. I said, did you learn anything from the first time that you passed out seconds before? She said, yeah, not to get up that fast. So everything's fine. She goes to the doctor and the doctor says, your adrenals have crashed. Have you been taking your adrenaline, your adrenal support medication? She's on these adrenal support pills. She says, no. Doctor says, why not? She says, because I was feeling good. Right. (laughs) Right. You see where I'm going with this? Oh, Totally. Right. Yeah. So Anything that helps you mitigate your experience with ADHD will, at some point or another, make you feel pretty good. And you'll feel like you're kind of on top of things. And you might start to trick yourself and think, oh, I think maybe I fixed my ADHD. Right? And that is the setup for crushing devastation when you realize realize, very quickly
1: that that's not the case. Yeah,
0: yeah. I... I use. I've been using of late, maybe over the last year, this house of cards, uh, uh, sort of uh, metaphor for my own experience with it, and that's the house of cards I'm talking about. Everything is very. Uh, it, it's always exists at a state of tenuousness that um, it's taken me many, 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 many repetitions to realize that this is who i am this is my identity it is not fixed it's something that i adapt around mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and so that that's something i want to just make sure is table stakes for this conversation that that it's okay to believe at some point that y- you're you're in control it does not necessarily mean and our experience says it does not mean that you are somehow cured by your ADHD, well, right. You're doing. You're doing great. You're
1: doing great. <laughs> but, you're managing yeah, it. You're navigating it. You're pro- or navigating yeah. through it. You're probably getting good sleep. You're probably eating well. You're probably exercising. You know. You're yeah. probably doing all of the medication. You're probably doing everything. It's all. It, you know. It's all aligned with the stars, right? Yeah, you're probably right. in a good job, good relationship. Absolutely, you can have all of these things and still have ADHD. Um, and my guess is that you know, one or two days or some situation, you're gonna feel the ADHD come back at some point. Yep. Maybe not as loud, but you'll you'll see it and you'll be like, yeah, it's still there. Um, but that's okay. I mean, that's okay. And I think that um our goal or, or is maybe to really want to, loud.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe yeah. things fall apart.
1: It's right. That- right.
0: But you, you, yeah, every day you're proving that you can, you can build back.
1: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I think that like with coaching, when I explain coaching to new, to new clients, I talk about three kind of. Uh, areas that that I coach around, and the first one is the awareness ar- around what your how your ADHD affects you because ADHD affects everybody differently. Uh, you know, so we want we have a lot of things still in common, but there's a lot of things that are different. So we, I'm listening in our conversations. I'm listening to. Uh, what you're challenged with, what you're doing well with and and pointing out this, well, this is your ADHD. This is this sounds like it's the ADHD. But the second piece to that educational part is not only understanding how your ADHD affects you, but it's, it's accepting that this is ADHD and that ADHD does not need to be fixed or broken. You're not a circle trying to get into a square. So it's important that we accept that yes, the ADHD is there and it is going to be loud at times and I'm going to have to figure out how to work with it. But that's where the third piece comes in and that's where you have the, the systems that we try to create and the, the uh, scalp folding that you need you know, and the, the strategies and the reminders and all of those things become very important. But when you get into the acceptance piece, what happens is you can do the systems and the strategies without shame. So that's the key is the is is shame, right? Because so many times we wrap around, oh, I don't want to have to do this. I shouldn't have to do this. Other people don't have to do this. Why do I have to have clocks all around me? Why do I have to do this? Why do I, right? Um, mm-hmm. But if we can accept that this is just, this is how my brain is wired. I know that my short-term memory is not good or my working memory is not good. And yeah. this is, you know, this is what I need to do to, um, to, to help me. This is what I need to do to, to make the day, you know, easier on me.
0: So we wanted to have this conversation, at least anchor it around some insights from, um, insights from, uh, others who have been on the show who are uh, an exceptional contributors to the ADHD body of knowledge.
1: Yes. Yes. So, so we're going to talk about, or talk, uh, of three of our favorite people, James Ochoa, Sari Solden, and Michelle Frank, who have both written books, great books, and have a focus in each of their books around acceptance and some really good points of, of how to get to this point, which I think is half the battle because we want to accept you know, our, our, our ADHD, we want to accept anything that we're dealing with anxiety. um, I can't see without my glasses, uh, you know, whatever's Mm -hmm. going on. Right. We want to get to that level of acceptance, which was really why I wanted to do this show after we talked to Dr. Dodge, because those, those stages of acceptance is, uh, they're so important. So let's talk about uh, the James Ochoa focus forward. He has a, um, a set, It's it's almost like a worksheet that you could copy and put somewhere, which I think you should do because it's a really some really strong reminders, Uh, except that this is how your brain is set up. So this is kind of what we were talking about before. This is this is how ADHD affects me. This is the ADHD and how my brain is wired, Mm -hmm. Uh, except that your brain chemistry is the way it is. Don't label it as something that is wrong, bad or broken. And again, that goes to our point. ADHD is not something that needs to be fixed. Accept mm-hmm. the responsibility to understand and educate yourself. It won't be easy, but could be yeah. interesting. And I think this is important, too, because if you talk about uh, or if you listen to uh, some of Dr. Hollowell's uh, information when he talks about ADHD, he talks about how it's a, an explanation, not an excuse, Mm -hmm. so I think this is where this falls into is that I understand that these things are going to be difficult and I do need to educate myself and I do need to find ways that I can work that work for me James Ochoa and myself are big advocates of finding out what works best for you and that's you know taking the time to really understand yourself and and how your brain works
0: all of this it gets to that issue of identity and I think this follows up Nicely to the dr. Dodge experience with um, you know, working on the the stages of acceptance all the way through embrace, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Let's not forget what that means. and And I think James is nailing it here. The responsibility to understand and educate yourself um, is is an act of embrace is an act of of saying, this is who I am, this is my identity. and i I don't I, I'm going to change take responsibility to change my own language. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to demonstrate that I know my relationship with ADHD. Mm-hmm. I know that I live with it. I know that I don't live against it. I know that I don't have it. I am it. And uh, the, the sooner we can do that, uh, the sooner we can get back to living.
1: That's right. Well, and the next point that he says is accept that you'll always have to bring your brain back into balance. Well, this is, you know, a little bit of what you were talking about. Well, if I'm not experiencing symptoms and then all of a sudden I experience them and there's the shock of, oh, there it is, it's back. Mm -hmm. um, You know, I think there is this, if you're accepting the ADHD and knowing that I've got this, you know, I've got this right now, but it may shine its head at some point, that you can come back to a balance. I think it's a lot mm-hmm. of just knowing that, okay, here it is. It's, it's, it, it's something that I probably just need to put to bed. I need to go to bed. I need to go to bed need and to, start again to tomorrow, to go to bed. Right? right? or I, Whatever. <laughs> um, but it, it's knowing that you can always you can always go back to that balance and figure out what it is that you need.
0: Well, and that's the gap. The gap that exists between the amount of surprise that you have that your systems have broken down and how quickly you can get back up and rebuild those systems, that's resilience, right? Right, right. That gap is resilience. And Absolutely. that's what we're shooting for, is being more resilient means you have systems in place that allow you to have the shortest gap that you can muster mm-hmm. between surprise when a system's broken down and being able to b- build it back up and make change quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's resilience. Mm-hmm. And ADHD people... We can do that. We can adapt and pivot very, very quickly. Can we do it with focus and attention? That's that's a skill that we're trying to develop, but we can change directions. Mm -hmm. That's something Mm we are really good at. Doing really
1: it. Good at. <laughs> that's yeah. right. So there's another point here about identity. And I do want to point this out. He, he says, except that ADHD is not the main feature of your identity. It's just something about you far from the only thing about you. And I yeah. think that's really important is to understand that, you know, if your planner right now isn't working, that doesn't mean that y- you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you're, you know, all of a sudden unkind or not who you are, right? I mean, it's, it's, it, it, this is an ADHD symptom that's coming out that you're having a hard time with, but it's not who you are. So it is important. To, yes, it's part of your identity, but it's not who, it's not everything. There's a lot of yeah. things that put a person as a person, as a whole person. You know? Yeah. Right. Um, right.
0: Like, like you may have brown eyes and a taste for asparagus. You also have ADHD. That's
1: <laughs> right. Right.
0: Uh, who has that? That's
1: weird that you said that. That's weird that that's I would okay. say that. That's right. It's not, we'll go with it. I, no. Whatever. That's but. A,
0: yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Odd. <A> okay. Trash <laughs> vegetable. What? <laughs>
1: So moving forward, (laughs) accept the possibility of treatment. From now on, you'll be the most important member of your treatment team. And I think this is really uh, something that's really hard for ADHDers to do, and that's ask for help, Um, especially because... What I see in my in my work is that they don't think that they should have to need the help for something that seems so simple. And so then they feel so much shame around needing that kind of help. Um, and I would really just challenge yourself in knowing that you're not alone and executive functions... When there's a deficit there, there's a lot of things that are very difficult and it doesn't have anything to do with intelligence. So just because you need some help in some area doesn't mean that you're stupid or that you um, are lazy, you know, all of these kind of myths. Um, and so, you know, really being open to, to getting help and being open to listening to other ADHDers and, and, uh, and trying some of these things, um, connecting and, and seeing what, you know, what works for you.
0: Yeah, right. And, and you know, he has this other point going on, right, that you accept that life has its ups and downs, that there may be, the way he says it, poetry in your quest for equilibrium. Mm-hmm. Those words are really beautiful. And if I have, I, I mean, his own experience with ADHD... Is aspirational. I mean, yes. what has come out of his ADHD? Not only is he a fantastic writer, author, contributor in the subject, he is a delightful therapist. He's somebody who is who does just the great work of his life as as a result of his his introspection and investigation into ADHD. He's also a wonderful inspirational artist and like he just like the joy that he brings into his life Mm -hmm. uh, as a result of that exploration and acceptance of that identity is is something to to strive for Mm -hmm. i don't Mm -hmm. like for me that experience is different but gosh i i can only hope that there is one person out there who sees just some of the stuff that i do and says oh adhd might have a cool angle for me, too. Right, like if, right. Like, uh, the way I feel about James. Like, that is just, it's beautiful. Yes. It's beautiful. Yeah. If I could, can do just a, an ounce of what he is able to do.
1: Absolutely. As a, and,
0: and serve as a model, not a warning for others.
1: Right, right. Well, and, and his last point I love, too, because it's so honest. Accept yourself. Notice I didn't say love yourself or try not to hate yourself or repeat positive affirmations to yourself about yourself yourself never mind all that just right now for this moment accept yourself yeah. and once you have that acceptance then it frees up so much space right it it it, it frees up the the shame you know and it replaces it with hope and uh, it and you, if you're curious, instead of being judgmental, you have opened up so many possibilities, you know, that, that you can explore in looking at what works for me. How does this work for me? So I just, yeah. you know, it's it's acceptance is a huge piece to, to managing ADHD and navigating through it. And, uh, and it's probably one of the hardest pieces, right? It's probably, yeah. and it's an ongoing thing. It's not like you just all of a sudden decide, I accept this and everything's fine. Um, right. The next little the, the next area that I want to talk about is from the book A Radical Guide for Women with ADHD by Sari Solden and Michelle Frank. I this is a this book is written um for women and the Declaration of Independence is for women. However, I'm gonna say this is for all genders, uh, no matter you know how what you relate to. This is just all people with ADHD. Because I think people forget their rights. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. Pete, we'll just go back and forth between these. Um, Sure. The right to have connection, even though you have
0: challenges. The right to pursue your talents, even though you have challenges.
1: The right to speak, reveal your ideas, and be known, even though you have differences.
0: The right to claim and pursue your hopes and dreams, even though you have challenges.
1: The right to take time and make space for yourself, even though you have challenges.
0: The right to live shame-free, be treated with respect, even though you are imperfect.
1: The right to ask for help, even though you have strengths.
0: That's lovely. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm so many of these things, uh, people don't feel like they have the right. They, they yeah. think that they need to stay small or they think they shouldn't be heard. Um, and uh, yeah, my hope for for this show was just to remind people what their rights are and uh, see that they can, you know, embrace the acceptance of, of ADHD. And that, you know, we're not sitting here saying that, It's a superpower or, you know, any of that, because I know that that can be a trigger for a lot of different people. Um, But but we are here to say that you can definitely live with it, be happy, do everything you want to do, and you can do it your own way. And it doesn't matter that somebody else doesn't do it the same way, you know, and uh And hopefully build a little bit of confidence in people too that that it's it's okay like you don't have to think like me and i don't have to think like you like it's good that we think differently Yeah. Um, so there you have it lovely
0: lovely thank you uh nikki this is a great idea and i hope it touches somebody who needs to hear it this very fine day thank you all for downloading and listening to the show we appreciate your time and your attention on behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. and We'll catch you next week right here on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.